Hello and welcome to another episode of the R&R Pot of Film. And this is a very special episode because we are talking El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie. And my oh my, am I a Breaking Bad fanatic? That TV show, that's the greatest TV show of all time. I'm your host, Cody Repass, as always. And I'm really hoping G gets back soon. He's been dealing with some personal problems. So you've been stuck with me. I know it sucks, but we got to make do with what we can. But that's not why I'm here. I watched El Camino as soon as I got home from work yesterday. And I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. Let's jump right into it and start off with the good. And the first thing that has to be said is Aaron Paul as Jesse Pinkman. He disappears right back into that role all the years after the series ended, most, including myself, were really skeptical about this movie being made because the the show ended so well, and I did not want the movie to ruin it. But slipping right into another positive, Vince Gilligan. He is incredible. I will never doubt the man again. Breaking Bad, as I've said before, is my favorite TV show of all time. Better Call Saul is great, and now El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie, is great. The man does no wrong. With this Breaking Bad universe, it's just incredible what he can do and how he can just make you feel like you are in that Albuquerque. It's It really is something special, and one thing that I will say is kind of a mixed aspect to this movie is if you have not seen Breaking Bad or you're not a big fan, you haven't watched the whole series, this movie will not be for you in the slightest. This is a homage to the Breaking Bad fans. This is for them only. If you're not a Breaking Bad fan, you will not know anything about this movie and it will have no weight for you at all it is it'll just be a movie that you know nothing about which i mean if you haven't seen breaking bad i don't know why you would watch this movie so i guess that speaks for itself but another positive that i have is it's the epilogue to the greatest tv show of all time by many myself included and they did it the right way they they could have done many many other things they kept it simple they kept it small i personally would have rather seen it be a six-part miniseries where you get a full six hours rather than uh, a two-hour movie but i am not going to complain the two hours and two minutes that you get from this movie it's it's so good It, it really is and there's so many just little subtle pieces of the franchise that you can find throughout this movie that just put a smile on my face. You get cameos from certain characters that have passed. There's so many flashbacks, a couple too many, in my opinion. It At some point, you have to stick with the present, but they filled a lot of holes that the show left open throughout the seasons, and I, I thought the flashbacks were needed. And I really enjoyed it, but man, what happened to Todd? In the since the show ended, he's let himself go. I, I'm I'm referring him to Fat Todd now. 
He he is fat Todd forever. Uh, he looks like he has gained about forty to fifty pounds since the show ended. Which, I mean, whatever. If you like to eat, so what? Cool. Keep it up. But another another thing for this show, I I don't know really how to put this without spoiling it and I don't really want to so I don't even think I'm going to even mention that even though it's in my notes and I wanted to talk about it but I really enjoyed the part that Skinny Pete and Badger got it was a little part of the movie they weren't as prominent of characters during the show they were side characters but you saw how important they were to Jesse and it was nice to see them come back and it was really really nice for skinny pete to really get that final moment with jesse and for him to say that he was his hero like that that was a good moment to to really set the movie off right and get it going it is a slower movie uh there's a lot of stuff that kind of simmers and and it, it does not just speed through this two hours it takes its time another thing I have to bring it up. I just realized this minutes before I sat down to record. Robert Forster passed away, and I saw him in in this movie. He starred in Jackie Brown. He was fantastic in that, and I I had no idea that he had passed away until earlier today, and it's just a bummer because he was a fantastic actor. I don't know what happened if he just passed away in his sleep, but... Well wishes to his family. Going on with El Camino. If you are a fan of Breaking Bad, you should have already seen this by now. It doesn't cost any money, of course. If you have Netflix, you can watch it anytime for free. I plan on watching it multiple times over the years, especially when I watch the series again. It's it's a show that I've seen five or six times. And speaking of that, I'm going to give my my score for El Camino, and then after it, I'm going to break down just my quick uh, franchise ranking for all the seasons of Breaking Bad, and then if people enjoy it and want to hear a full episode on each season of Breaking Bad and a full ranking, I would gladly do that. Just let me know on Twitter at RRFilmPod. So, for El Camino, a Breaking Bad story... It works for me. I thought the story was great. I didn't think they tried to do too much. I thought they did exactly what was needed. And it gave me a satisfying finale for the character of Jesse Pinkman, who had really, really had his ups and downs throughout the show. And the final season was really all about Walt. So I really believe that this kept Vince Gilligan up at night. The open-ended ending for Jesse Pinkman on the show and I think he he realized he had to do this movie to close out Jesse Pinkman's runtime on the show and it's it's really really well done I'm giving it a strong four out of five it's it was I was very skeptical and then I saw the trailer and I got excited and Aaron Paul man He's not going to win any awards for this performance. It's not anything spectacular. But as a as a lifelong fan of this series, it is just remarkable how he can pick up 
years after the series ended and he feels it fits seamless. It's like he never left Jesse Pinkman forever. Yeah, bitch. So with that being said, let's run down the franchise rankings for Breaking Bad, starting with the least best to the best. There is no bad uh, seasons in Breaking Bad. There is zero. All the seasons are amazing. So starting out in fifth place is going to be season two. I just did not like the Jane character. I, I don't know. That's a, that's just the simplest way I can put it. Uh, in fourth place, we have season one, the one that started it all. It's not bad by any means. Like I said, all these seasons are great. They, they just keep getting better from there. In third place, we have season three. And like I said, <laughs> you're, you're splitting hairs trying to decide these. Our runner-up is season four. And this one was very, very difficult for me because I went back and forth on season four and season five. So obviously, my favorite season of the show is the last season, season five. Let me know on Twitter. If you've listened to this and made it through my ramblings and everything that I've talked about, what is your favorite Breaking Bad season? Hit me up on Twitter. Let me know if you want me to to fully dive into all the seasons of Breaking Bad because, like I said, I've watched this show so many times. I, I, I could talk this show every day, all day. If that's something you're interested in, let me know. As always, I'm Cody Repass, and I am signing out today. I will see you Wednesday for Zombieland. See you guys later.